Welcome to another episode of As of Late Podcast. I'm your man of the hour, or however long I shall be on here, Titus. Welcoming you fine folks on uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve 2009. We're getting closer to the end of a, uh, a not just a decade, a year, 2019. I am ready for this shit to be done. <laughs> if I am being completely honest with you guys, it has been a hell of a week. Um, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. But um, throughout it all, man, I, you know, I'm still alive, still, still able to talk to you lovely folks. I got in a car accident earlier in this week, guys, and so, man, it, it kind of took me for a toll, um, totaled my car, wrecked it up pretty bad. Um, Got some bumps, some bruises, man, you know, a little bruised ribs here and there, you know, head, 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 little, little headaches, little head trauma earlier on. It's It's gotten a lot better. Um, because of medicine and just, you know, just staying rested up. But um, overall, man, you know, from that to just, you know, just the test of everybody, the tests of life that it'll throw at you some weeks, you know, some weeks are stronger than others. And um, this was one of those weeks. <laughs> but um, all in all, man, I mean, and at the at the same time, like I said, it's a test and, you know, life has its tests like that. But at the end of the day, you know, especially in this time period that we're in, um, with the Christ- with Christmas being literally the next day, it makes you think about the things that you, um, you do have. You know, I feel like when you're a kid, you think about the things that you want, the things that you're going to get. You know, whether it be gifts and, you know, going out with the friends and you know, having a good time. You're just thinking about just material stuff. And then as you get older, like I am now, um, stuff like that, especially the situation that I just came from, it just makes you more fortunate that um it makes you think of the things that you don't think of or the regular you know like being alive you know that is a gift <laughs> being alive is the biggest gifts of them all you know being alive having a family that I'm around you know a support system you know um you know and so you gotta you gotta you know like I said it was testing but at the same time um I've come out of it triumphant you know throughout the whole week you know the situation because like I said I can get another car you know if I was you know it was one of those scenarios where it's like you know if I was to leave I would be I mean I lived a good life but at the same time I know it's more to be done you know I know I haven't touched the cusp of like what what I want to do and what God has me positioned to do and so you know I got to look at it and I look at it in that sense while I'm still here and so with that being said, you know, shout out to the um the fam, shout out to the family, you know, friends, homies that's checked up on me, you know, text me, um, seeing if I'm all right, you know, shout out to the family, my mom, stepdad, um, family, um, brother, my brother, my older brother, uh, my sister, will at, you know, a whole lot of gang shit over here. <laughs> and so shout out to the homies that look out for you, you know, in, in time of need, you know, because, you know, people, it's a difference between associates and friends. And it's a difference between, you know, friends and family. You know, I, I don't really, I have a blurred line between friends and family because, uh, you know, some of, most of my friends, I'm, I'm pretty low key. You know, if you ask anybody, I'm, I can be the life of the party, but at the same time, I'm, I can be a, I ain't gonna say the life of the party. I can be a very, I can be a social butterfly, but at the same time, I'm pretty much to myself. And so, like, I, you know, I pick my people that I'm around and spend my time with very wisely now that I've gotten older. And so, when I say blurred lines, I mean in the sense of like the people that I considered my friends or 
they're pretty much family. And so I thank those people that looked out for me and checked up on me because, you know, man, that's that's hard to find nowadays. Good friends is hard to find. I have a lot of associates, but as far as like real family and real friends, you know, that's that's a gift. That's a gift right there. That's one of the best gifts that you can ever get in this holiday season, man. For real, for real. So shout out to them. Shout out to the ones that's really holding me down. Um, with that being said, with the season that we're in, you know, it's Christmas time. I told you guys last week um, we were going to do a top 10 of some, something to do with Christmas. So I'm really I'm really hyped for this one because, I, you know, it brought me back into old reminiscence of um, movies I ain't seen in a minute that I know I'm going to probably binge throughout the next couple of days <laughs> when it comes to, like, you know, Christmas um Christmas um, movies and even some that you know I want to throw at you guys like I said you can you can reach out to me at anchor.fm um, slash Titus Heart where you can get into the comment session and leave me an, uh, a message concerning this particular subject because me and my uh, friend were having a debate dealing with like certain Christmas movies where y- you know you got the blunt regular Christmas movies where you know it's a Christmas movie like um you know like uh, you know, Home Alone or A Christmas Story, you know, or, you know, A Christmas Curl, where it's automatically, you know, it's a Christmas, it's it's soaked in Christmas throughout the whole movie, where you know it's a Christmas movie. And then you have those unexpected ones, where it's like, you know, people, we used to debate Die Hard, you know, me and my sister were just talking about this, uh, Die Hard being considered a Christmas movie, because of like, not technically being all the way sh- shifted in Christmas, but technically it is a christmas movie because like i said they were having a christmas party there was a lot going on even though they had the whole like action sequence and casting you know um <laughs> it, it got real shit got real with homies like trying to invade the spot and shit but technically i mean even with the yippee kaiyas and everything it was still a merry christmas and so movies like that you know like what what do you consider a christmas movie or what's a what's a christmas movie that maybe i'm not expecting that um that you would consider a Christmas movie and why, you know, so I'm giving you my top 10. I'm giving you my, you know, my top 10 favorites that I consider all around from the the most blunt Christmas movies to even ones that, you know, people may question me on be like, mm, I don't really see that as a Christmas movie. But if you do your research, you do your Googles on it, you know, it's, it's a Christmas movie to me. And you're more than happy. You're more than welcome to, like I said, get into my messages. Follow me on Instagram if you don't follow me already. Uh, Titus J704. And uh, let me know what do you what are some of your favorite ones that you grew up on and ones that maybe as recent because I got a couple on my list that just came out maybe like like four years ago that I was surprised by, but uh, let's get into that you know starting off um on my list number one I ain't and and when I say number one I'm not saying I'm not doing this in ranking you know this is just the first one on my list that I thought of um I'm not ranking this just like I don't rank majority of the stuff that I do in here because A, it's hard for me to rank <laughs> and B, I know you guys are going to talk shit and be like whoa, like no, I mean A, this is my list nigga and so <laughs> you guys can put your ranks in how you want to rank it, I'm giving you my my list and then you know you can you can give me your list and you can rank them if you want um i'm not even gonna rank mine because it's it's too difficult sometimes especially when it gets to like stuff like this and like artists and next week i'll be talking about albums as we come into the close of a of a like i said a decade you know albums albums that really affected me throughout the tenure of this uh you know throughout this decade you know that's gonna be a tough one i'm not gonna be able to rank that because all of them will be something that was like sentimental to my life but going to back going back to the movies um i got trading places on my on my list 
starting off my top 10. Trading Places, if you guys don't remember, uh, it's a classic film. It's a classic comedy with Eddie Murphy. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, I'm already laughing just thinking about Eddie Murphy because um, I'm loving his comeback. I'm loving him like a, if you guys didn't watch the SNL. Uh, past couple of days ago, or over the weekend, because it's Tuesday now, so Saturday, Saturday Night Live. He did a great job on that, man. It was great to see him back, not missing a beat. I mean, the monologue, it was it was straight. It was it was, it was was Eddie Murphy, of course, me being, growing up on him, like my, my brother was really big on him, my family was big on him. Um, I didn't, I would have wanted a little bit more from the monologue, but I get it, you know, he's still getting his feet wet, and he's, he's toning up his material. Just being around cast that's in stand up and like studying stand up, I know that he's he's toning up his material to where he'll start hitting the clubs and start getting to like how he says to where he has a polished, you know, amount of time, whether it be an hour or so, to where he can get his whatever he goes, Netflix or to get the special going. And so it was just good to see him back, you know, when he's as far as like skit wise, he was fucking phenomenal. He's Eddie Murphy. He beasted the skits and um kind of you know just made me think uh, because of the season i guess because they did a couple holiday skits made me think of this movie that i ain't seen in a while trading places one of the first ones that i seen him you know where they did like some switcheroo you know you had the two like older like billion dollar scrooges that are going doing the whole bet like let's switch these cats lives and see how it fits and eddie was the bum dan Acro was in it playing the guy that was like already uh, evolved and they switched their lives to where it was just a it was to me a classic because it was during season of like christmas and to me, it's just a classic Christmas comedy. Um, if you haven't seen that for any of the youngsters, even the the old heads or people my age, I would highly recommend listen watching that tomorrow. You know, that's a that's a good ass comedy to look at if you if you're playing on, chilling with the family and doing like me, binge watching some movies and maybe some basketball later. You know, in between the movies, watch some trading places. Um, second on my list, I got Edward Scissorhands. I'm a big um, Big Tim fan, Big Tim. Horton fan, I want to say it's uh, Tim Burton. I mean, the wrong guy. Tim Burton. Um, if you're unfamiliar with him, he's, I mean, he's a classic director, especially around. I mean, um, I ain't gonna say he's not made anything as a recent because he he made Dumbo as a recent, but it wasn't like, it wasn't Tim Burton esque as usually as he used to be, as he usually is. He has kind of like a gothy kind of like dark type of sense to him when it comes to some of his movies, like classic, like you um, know. You know, uh, Edward Scissorhands, the name, the name one. Um, another one that will be on my list that I'll talk about later, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a Tim Burton. Um, even the the first Batman that he did, um, the first Batman at um, with Jack Nicholson, Tim Burton was a part of that, and it was it was a gritty. It wasn't as gritty as like it was just dark. It was it was a dark. You know, it was Batman. It was a, he he brought his kind of like darkness to it. But Edward Scissorhands, I don't know if you guys would consider this a a Christmas film, but I put it up there because of the time, like I said, the time frame of it, it's it's a weird it's a weird esque Tim Burton Christmas type film to where like even even though it's not like I said fully surrounded by it, it is in a sense because Edward is Edward, but during this time when he's with the family, it's like it's during the holiday season, you know, this during Christmas when they got the lights up and you know even at the end or towards the um you know when when she's older as the grandmother she's telling the she's telling the grandchild the story of like why the snow is always around during Christmas time and it's because of him it has to do with Edward Scissorhands and so him being a Christmas tale that I would put him in that sense of being a Christmas movie um third I already I already kind of said this one earlier on like me and my sister were talking about debating Die Hard can't go wrong with this 
to me is a classic. Can't go wrong. Mixture of action, um, him saving saving people's lives, Bruce Willis, um, you know, doing his damn thing. This is like this is probably one of his, if not breakout films. And fun fact for you, the cop in it, homie that played Carl Winslow, that's how he got the job to play Carl Winslow. I didn't know that till later on. Um, I didn't just research that. Research that. Um, just letting you know, I knew this a couple years ago, but I didn't just Google that. I remember seeing this in an interview that um, when they started Family Matters, they looked at him in Die Hard and um, figured that he would play a good cop role on Family Matters. And if you see the continuation, he plays the cop in Chicago, which is dope because that him having the role that he had kind of made him get the sitcom that pretty much defined his career for I don't know I feel like Family Matters was out for a minute for almost like going on 10 years and you know that whole TGIF wave that they were a part of that when that was one of the biggest waves when I was growing up that whole TGIF step by step and Family Matters and hanging with Mr. Cooper that's that's some throwbacks for y'all for the young ones but yeah Die Hard put Die Hard in it because it's I like action I like action with my stuff too you know I you know I'm a mixture of the two you know I like a good Hallmark moment type holiday film but at the same time I like the mixture of it, and I feel like it's the mixture of the two. You know, it's action-packed, but it's still around that time where it's like, we just trying to have a good time. We're trying to enjoy our Christmas party, and now these bums coming over here trying to do some terrorist attack shit. Like, man, what the fuck? And so <laughs> that's, that's to me, a classic saving-the-day Christmas holiday film. Um, next up, I got Elf. Elf is relatively, I mean, it ain't that old, but it ain't, it ain't, uh, it ain't super new, but... It's a. I mean, it's not like the older ones, like Trading Places or anything. Elf is a movie with, if you're unfamiliar with it, was is with uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell to me is like top notch, one of the funniest, funniest actors of my time. Um, he plays, he plays in this film. He plays. It kind of speaks for itself. He plays Elf. He's he plays an Elf of um, the North Pole, of um, part of Santa Santa Claus's um, whole entourage, who goes to. Uh, ends up coming into like our time frame of like you know bigger city type stuff new york city to be exact um finding his pops and you know like trying to like pretty much make them it's it's a it's stories within story he's dealing with finding his pops and um like having his pops to like rediscover like not just the love between him and his son but um just the love in general of like Christmas spirit because like he has to deal with like his his pops is kind of like a, a Scrooge in a way and so like him and his little brother become best friends that he discovers when he comes to New York he gets a job like everything he does he's like top-notch joyous and so it's all about Will Ferrell at his finest bringing in his his joy and his spirit and so like not just like his family but like people he work with the city of new york and it's it's a good fun it's a good family film it's a good christmas family film and I, I put that on my list because it's it's fucking hilarious too um next on my list is an older one it's a classic i grew up watching a lot when i was um young younger I used to stay on tbs all fucking day is uh, a christmas story christmas story is the one that, it got homie talking um it got homie that be talking throughout the whole movie narrating it the uh, the um little homie with the glasses i guess he was like the older brother of the family and um it's just it, it, older and now that i'm older watching it it's funny as hell to me just some of the shit that like they had they had to deal with being kids and like asshole ass like the scene with like the asshole ass santa claus push pushing them down the uh pushing them down the slide and the the mean ass like 
elf employees that just are working at the mall just because they can't find nothing else because that's so real life <laughs> we're just like dude i'm just trying to have my smoke break like mess with these kids yeah yeah get in line go see santa and then i get off at nine like that's exactly how they were when you're younger you're not even realizing that shit but as you're older you'd be like man i feel y'all motherfuckers i wanted my smoke break too but um <laughs> from that to just like you know the classic scene with the mom putting him in a rabbit suit. That shit was fucking hilarious because that's exactly what he did not want. And even to the, um, uh, I remember seeing the scene where like um, his his classmate got the tongue stuck in a pole. Like that to me was like an iconic Christmas movie scene. And so Christmas Story um, always would be on in my crib. Probably will be on tomorrow. And I got to put that on the list for me because that's something that I always remember about Christmas movie wise. Um, next up is a more newer one, a more newer one, I would say. Um, it came out uh, about, I want to say about like, I can't, I, don't quote me on it, probably about like four years ago. Um, but this is with Seth Rogen. It's called The Night Before. And um, this is kind of like, if you're, if you're familiar with Seth Rogen's type of comedy, it's more of like, it's like a Christmas version of um, Seth Rogen, bro, <laughs> pretty much. And, and, I feel like that's why I love it because I'm a big supporter of Seth and what he does um, from anything that I've seen him, even when he's not the main character in, like when he was the cop in Superbad to like, you know, branching off doing his own thing with like being in Knocked Up to anything that he's pretty much a part of. I kind of support and kind of enjoy myself watching it, um, you know, Pineapple Express, you know, he's he's pretty on point when it comes to most majority of his films. And I would say this was a good one. This was a good holiday one. Um, it's pretty much him and his homies. They haven't seen each other. I, I want to say they ain't seen each other in a minute. And um, end up linking back up around the time of Christmas. Um, they're all in their separate ways. You know, Seth's doing his thing. He got my boy. Um, I want to say his name is Anthony Mackey. Uh, he played like Falcon in like in Avengers in the Captain America series. Um, he got. Uh, I want to say Jordan. Jordan from Third Rock from the Sun, and he played in another one. He played in another um, movie with um, with with Seth, where he he had cancer, and um, and Seth Seth was his best friend in that movie. But I can't say his name. I can't remember his name. I want to say it's like it's like Jason or Jordan, Jason or Jordan Lee. But if you if Look up Third Rock from the Sun and you know who I'm talking about because he's, he's a well-known actor now. But these guys are best friends and they're going through this. Just imagine, like like I said, like a a Pineapple Express type of adventure, but it's Christmas. And so that would be the best way to describe it. And so expect to have those moments where they're like, fuck you, man, no, fuck you. And where they recombine and love on one another again because everybody, like I said, they ain't had one of these moments in a minute. Everybody's doing their own separate ways. Some of them are famous, like Anthony. Like, he's famous on the movie just like he famous is in real life. And so it's a balance of, like, them, you know, balancing the lives they got dealing with now and still being best friends and realizing that they could still be in each other's lives. And so it's, it's a good all-around, you know, funny Seth Rogen comedy for the holiday season that I would recommend if you haven't seen it yet. Um, next up is Home Alone. Home Alone I actually just watched. Um, I mean, not for the first time ever. I meant uh, today, just in general today. <laughs> um, if you don't know Home Alone or have been under a rock since you've been born, um, Home Alone is the classic Christmas film with uh, Macaulay Culkin where the family leaves him. Um, they, they leave my man at the crib by himself throughout the, uh, 
I mean, I want to say they come back in time, I mean, for Christmas. I, I just watched it, and I still can't remember. But pretty much they leave my man home alone around Christmas time. They they going on a trip, and they're in such a rush. They leave him around Christmas time to where, to his benefit in the beginning, because he's the youngest, all the siblings treat him like crap. You know, it's right before they leave, like, they kind of, like, they're kind of shitting on him the mom's kind of like you know quit being a you know badass and he's getting blamed for stuff where he's like man i'm just trying to live out here and so i want to say he might have wished that junk i I can't even remember i want to say he might have wished like for them to be bouncing and he woke up to them bounced and um like i said in the beginning stages he loved it but comes you know the situation where the robberies are going on around the neighborhood that's where joe pesci comes in um Joe Pesci is like, he's a classic, classic um, actor that I've seen in a lot of beginning, uh, like from like Raging Bull to, if you don't know Joe Pesci, just Google him. I mean, he's a great actor, did a lot of like mobster movies, but in this particular film, he plays um plays the the robber with the other homie I cannot remember who's taller than him. That um they end up trying to like break into all the um neighbor they try to break into all the different houses. And Macaulay Culkin is one of them, but him being Macaulay Culkin, he ain't letting it fly like that. And so he brings booby traps into the effect and just makes it hard for him, makes it tough for them boys to try to get him. Um, I would recommend it because it's a classic film. I mean, they end up having a um, I was I was debating either putting this one or two on there, but because it's the first one, I mean, Home Alone two wasn't that bad as well. Um, but you can't go wrong with the first one. I think Home Alone two is the um one where he's in New York and. Still gets left. Uh, I don't know how to keep leaving that boy. But, yeah, Home Alone, I recommend that one. Next up, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas is a Tim Burton film. I was Like I was talking about earlier about Tim Burton, this is kind of like a Tim Burton-esque type of, um, you know, holiday season type of film where it has this kind of like goth, dark type of feel to it, but at the same time it's, it's rooted in like, his version of like Christmas it has to do with like pretty much a world of like more of like holiday season characters that with the root the the main the main king of them I would say would be like Pumpkin um I don't I don't want to say his name is Pumpkinhead it might you know, it might have been Pumpkin King the Pumpkin King you know who's like over that whole like area um goes on a walk and pretty much is tired of like the same old same old when it comes to like the season that he was doing which is particularly like dealing with like you know, kind of like, like I say, like dark Halloween type stuff. Goes on a mission, not in, I want to say a mission, but goes on a walk and ends up going <laughs> into the woods where he finds um, the tree of Christmas. And, and in that, gets in this time warp where he goes into this different world where it's the Christmas world and realizes that this has been going on the whole time. And so he's like, whoa, what the hell? Like, man, like, this is exactly, this is refreshing. This is exactly what I want. This is, this is what I was looking for, something different because I'm tired of doing the same thing. And so with that, tries to bring that into his version, you know, into his world. And I mean, if you ain't seen this, it's it's a classic animated. It's not um, it's not real people. It's an, it's an animated feature. But um, I would recommend it because it's just it's a for me, a classic uh, Christmas film because it I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> I love it. And I love I love Tim Burton films. Some of them, um, the later on ones, you know, like I said, it's swinging a miss, but. Some earlier ones, like the 90s ones, I really messed with them. Which leads me to the next one, um, Batman Returns. Batman Returns, you know, a lot of people may debate 
man, that's not it to me it is. I mean it's it's a mixture of like I said, it's kinda like Dow Heart and it has the perfect combination for me, being who I am, a comic book guy. You got the comic book world mixed with, you know, holiday season and you know, with action, you know, that's what, that's what more can I ask for? A little bit of like flirtation with Catwoman and Batman, you know, Danny DeVito's in it, you know, he plays Penguin and is hilarious in it and plays a great role, you know, but it's, it's in the season of Christmas. If you, if you remember Batman Returns and deals with a lot of holiday shit. And so in the mix of all that, you know, good versus evil and Batman fighting Penguin and, you know, all that is it's during the time of Christmas and it's a, it's a lot of Christmas stuff. Not a lot, but you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a lot of um, Christmas New York in that film to, for me, would put it in that, you know, that realm of a Christmas film. Like I said, kind of in the same realm of Die Hard, not completely centered around, but centered around in a sense because it going around during the time of Christmas. Um, and so kicking it off, um, topping it off, I should say, the, the last one that I would put on my list is for me, I couldn't decide if I wanted to do animated or, um, you know, Jim Carrey's version of it because I kind of, <laughs> both of them were kind of funny to me in a sense. I think I like the older version more just because of the classic song, uh, the classic song that's in it, which is The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And so, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. You're a mean one. I mean, just how it starts. He sounds so gritty. But... I mean, I like Jim Carrey's version of it, too. I mean, because Jim Carrey is very good and animated. He's He was a good character to play the Grinch because he was very animated. And whoever did the, the costume designs for that character really, I mean, for his face, he they really made him look very Grinchy and very evil as hell. And so <laughs> I, I like both of them. I really mess with both of them, man. But I think I, if I had to choose, if I had to, like, you know, if somebody put a gun to my head, um, I would have to go with the animated just because it's the classic. And then the classic scene where he smiles, you know, the animated does that where, you know, certain things are just better animated compared to, like, you know, um, real life or, like, live action, like how they try to do, you know. Same with, like, Lion King, you know. Lion King, to me, you know, certain things are Lion King. The animated is, is it wasn't as good. Um, the live action, to me, wasn't as good as uh, the animated because of just certain scenes that are just a classic and can't be repeated. And um, it's the same with me with The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And, um, shit, that's that's my 10. And so with my 10, we got what? We got we got Trading Places. We got Edward Scissorhands. We got Die Hard. We got Elf. We got A Christmas Story. We got The Night Before. We got Home Alone. We got Nightmare Before Christmas. We got Batman Returns. And we got The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Honorable mention I throw in there that I was thinking about between um between um between the Grinch and I was going back and forth with was say Gremlins. Gremlins to me, I'll give them an honorable mention because the same thing. Little cats is daggone, you know, they adorable, but that's around Christmas time. That turn into turn into fucking evil ass gremlins if you feed them after midnight or put some water on their ass, you know. That was a classic film for me growing up. I really debated putting that in the list, but I'll give it an honorable mention just because of like the fact of it, you know, dealing in the holiday season and kind of being like a funny horror type of like comedy type of shit. <laughs> and so if you ain't seen that, if you ain't seen none of these top 10 that I just said with the additional of uh, the addition of the honorable mention, hey, if you're off tomorrow, cause some people still got to work, you know, if you're off, you you with the family tomorrow, 
eating some food and, you know, opening up some presents, you know, put one of these movies on, put a couple of these movies on, you know, and have you a good time, kick back with the family and chill out. You know, this is the season where it's like, like I said, growing up, I didn't really think about it that much. You know, I just thought about, man, I can't wait to get my gifts. I can't wait to um, see what so-and-so got for me or what what's the name got so I can play with their stuff. But, you know, as you get older, man, you know, I would say to you guys, you know, like I, like I just said, you guys know my week. You know what I've been through. Um, just be safe out here in these streets, you know. If you're going to do anything, do it responsibly, you know. Just spread the love, you know. Give out, you know, give out good vibes, you know, give. Um, you know, a gift doesn't have to be, you know, just a physical item. You know, a gift can be, you know, a conversation, you know, a ear, you know, you know, a shoulder to lean on, you know, for somebody, you know, because everybody is not in the best of situations around these times. And then some people are in very good situations financially and they just need, you know, somebody to listen to. And so I'll 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 leave it at saying to you guys to just have a beautiful Christmas tomorrow. Just be blessed in what you do. Um, Like I said, spread that love. You know, don't look for anything. You know, don't, you know, just treat people the way you want to be treated. And I I guarantee you that in due time, that stuff will 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 pay off. But this is the definitely this is definitely the season to just, you know, spread the good energy and spread the good love because, you know, we're not getting that as much as we should and we're not receiving it. And we're not giving in as much. And so that's that's a mission for me, um, myself, that I'm going to do. And to you guys, you know, a, uh, a what's the word? I don't want to say a mission, but a challenge for you guys, you know, tomorrow. You know, say, tell somebody you love them. That you, you know, call somebody you ain't talked to in a while, you know. In in beefs, you know, in beefs. If it ain't worth it, you know, if, if they ain't done nothing to your family or your mama or Man, it ain't worth it, man. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, end beefs and apologize if you were in the wrong because, you know, life is short. Life is short. And like I said, this is the season of love. You know, that's what Christmas is really about. You know, you know, with me, it has to do with Christ, Christ Jesus himself. But the, and the root of it really being being a sacrifice, you know, sacrifice given to, you know, giving yourself up, you know, less of, um, you know, selfless in a sense, you know, being selfless and like being a giver being open-hearted, you know, and so I challenge you guys to do that on this holiday season. You guys be good, you guys be safe, and I'll catch you guys on Saturday.